Hello and welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is November 16th. It is a Wednesday afternoon at 2.50 Eastern. And alongside with me, as always, hailing from Bloomington, Indiana, on the campus of Indiana University, it is the one, the only, Patrick J. Phelps. Patrick, how are you doing today? Tommy, I'm doing fantastic. Really fun week of NFL. Awesome Sunday slate again. Really good. What really great. I love Started a lot of off, this week in the league, man. Yeah. This was a really fun, fun, fun week of NFL. I'm ready to talk about started, it. Uh, started, yeah, started on uh, Monday, Sunday morning with Munich. Great game in Munich. Um, I was in Terre Haute, and for some reason, my grandmother, when she gets the NFL Network on her cable box, it showed the John Lynch football documentary, A Football Life. So... I missed half the game, and I had to go over to my cousin's house to watch the rest of it. So I just want to say thank you, NFL Network, or thank you, Spectrum, or thank you, whoever uh, <laughs> gypped me out of that experience because uh, it just didn't ever cut to the game. So I don't know if that was like a glitch or what it was, but uh, very upsetting to me. But I got to watch a little bit of that game, and then uh, really good Sunday, good games all over the league. Um, but, yeah, I – Great, great Sunday of football. Uh, yeah, but, I, hey, I woke up yeah. early in the morning and watched the uh, Germany game in Munich, a stadium you've been to, Tommy. Yeah, um, the Lions, yeah. I watched that with Tommy. I got in the car, listened to NFL radio, uh, drove back home, and then watched the tail end of that incredible game between the Bills and the Vikings and watched 4 o'clock slate, yeah. all the other good stuff. Yeah, I was in the car mostly. I was in Covington, uh, and I was at the Beef House, so I missed most of oh, the how was, games. I'm just how gonna was be honest. at that fantastic uh, of Northern Indiana? It was just Tommy. lovely. You know, the Sunday special there is just uh, absolutely uh, delicious. If you ever go to Covington, please do yourself a favor. Go to the Beef House. It's worth it. Um, so I missed the Bills-Vikings game. Everybody was raving about this catch from Justin Jefferson. I see the highlights. It's one of the best catches I've ever seen, if not maybe the best catch. Absurd. Uh, Just absurd. What absolutely incredible. I, I, what an unbelievable game of football, first of all. Yeah. Uh, so many great plays that Justin Jefferson catch. Um, the fumble in their own end zone by the Bills. Just what is going on there? The turnovers, Josh yeah. Allen. Tommy, yeah. are you worried about the Bills after after this game at all? Well, I think the Bills are hurt. Or not the Bills, excuse me. Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is hurt. Um, and it's definitely showing. He's got something going on with the elbow. Um I I'm not worried, but it's getting to a point where now Miami is leading the division and New England is slowly like kind of nudging a little bit and the Jets are still there. So it's not a runaway for the Bills by any means necessary so i'm thinking if you're buffalo you're kind of starting to kind of panic a little bit you got detroit next week on a short week uh, this week you have cleveland um i know cleveland's record isn't great but it's not like that's a cakewalk and then going to detroit next week on a short week on thanksgiving that's not a cakewalk so you know They've got to clean it up if they want mm-hmm. to, um, you know, get get going here. Uh, I agree. I absolutely agree. 
Because these next two weeks are going to be very important. They're on a short week. National uh, stage, week. Thanksgiving, you know. And it's not, it's not about Detroit. Thursday. Detroit's competitive right now, Tommy. Detroit's playing competitive. Oh, football. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's not It's not just a short week. You're playing at 1230 on Thanksgiving, not 8 o'clock noon on Thursday. That That's like a whole different thing. So that's even less time to prepare than a normal Thursday game. Um, and they've done it before. They've played on Thanksgiving a lot, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, so they, they kind of know the schedule. Josh Allen knows that schedule of Thanksgiving. But going to Detroit might get caught a little off guard next week. And you know what? This is going to be a tough little stretch of games. And Cleveland, Cleveland's bad, but it's not like they're Carolina. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be an interesting test to see where Buffalo is at this point. It absolutely is, Tommy. And I really do think for Buffalo right now, it's important to not overreact to some of these recent results, these back-to-back losses, the turnovers, all that. But at the same time, you've got to be like, hey, we've got to get our guard up. We've got to be able to, to knock ourselves back into gear because you don't want to risk losing playoff position here because they seem like a pretty yeah. safe bet to make the playoffs and to make some noise. But you don't want to fall back and have to be playing potentially in that 4-5 game or, yeah. you know, risking not getting a bye. And, and that's really tough right now. They're probably not going to get the bye. I think Kansas City is in that driver's seat to get the bye in the AFC. But, uh, hey, if you are – if you're the Bills, you've got to get it together because you need to get that bye. That, that really could be the difference in not just having an extra game off in the playoffs, which is huge, but also hosting the AFC championship game. Yeah, I mean, this, I thought, you know, I guess it kind of was, okay, you look at Buffalo, you look at Minnesota. These two franchises have a lot of, uh, as you would say, voodoo, you know. Uh, Buffalo, three straight Super Bowls, lost all of them. Was it three or four? I I can't even remember. Uh, A lot of Super Bowls, lost them all. Then you got Minnesota, you know, they missed field goals, didn't make it to the Super Bowl that one year in 98 when they were stacked. I mean, they've had some bad uh juju on their side so you know i mean it was kind of a battle of who's going to give this game up more and who's got more uh curses on them more uh you know it it was just weird because i was thinking okay minnesota will hang with them but they won't beat buffalo like buffalo should win by at least three or more points and my god minnesota went into buffalo and, and and won and i think now we have to think that Minnesota's for real at this Kirk, point. Kirk Cousins in his life has never had a game where he's beaten an impressive team ever until now. And now he has. And now he has. And now that now that Philadelphia is, is lost, um, that's their only loss is to Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. by the way, he got hammered by Philly on Monday night. But to their credit, that was like week two. So. Maybe since then they're, they've gotten a little better. Uh, but Minnesota this week probably has been the most impressive team coming out of the week, at least in my opinion. Are I they the best team? Funny. Probably I, not, but they're was, the most impressive this week. I was, you know, having some questions about Minnesota. I think that they're absolutely a legit Super Bowl contender after this week. Yeah. I think, you know, 8-1, and one, they're starting to kind of – you look at their schedule. Um, 
some interesting games still here to go. Uh, of course, they play Dallas this week. That is a big game, very big game for them. Uh, this is going to be, you know, if they can go into Dallas, or they're at home against Dallas, but if they can win at home against Dallas, beat Buffalo last week, I think we can start to kind of, you know, re- I mean, I'm, I'm taking them seriously now, but if they can, you know, because it, it, we'll look at it later, but uh, Vegas does not trust the Vikings quite yet. Uh, and I'm kind of leaning towards them. But if they can win this game at home this week against Dallas, that is going to really help me trust them a bit more. Because you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop with them. Like, okay, they're playing so well, but at some point, when is that going to come and bite Kirk Cousins? When are we going to get the multi-interception game from him? When is he going to turn the ball over? And he's been playing really clean football. So we'll see with Minnesota. But this week, they're really going to have to prove it. Absolutely, Tommy. I'm with you. And, and with Minnesota, too. Hey, Philadelphia lost this week, which means there's still a really good chance Minnesota can get themselves that buy in the NFC. Oh, it's up for grabs for sure. I uh, think obviously, Philadelphia has the uh, Philadelphia has the, the tiebreaker right now because uh, they beat Minnesota. But um, Philadelphia on Monday night, uh, what can I say? I mean – <laughs> I I kind of called it. That line was too high last week. Washington Your guy pulled in. through, Tommy. Heineke is this is who the you man. love this week? I <laughs> uh, no. Say he's, it. He's one of the people. He's oh, one of the people. Tommy! If there was ever a week to pick your guy, no, he okay. I'm gonna have two winners of the week. Let's let's get into this. I'm gonna have two winners of the week this week. It is Taylor Heineke. And it's also my man, Jeff Saturday. The who do you love of the week? It's two of those guys. And those are two great picks, Tommy. And, and I'll tell you this. Um, I don't know if you watched the NFL on CBS pregame show. Oh, I saw it. Uh, Bill Cower, a man that I respected dearly as a coach, uh, at the, as a Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers long ago, okay? Won a Super Bowl, made it to two. Um, he said on the show, um, that what Jim Ursay did when hiring Jeff Saturday was a travesty in coaching in Indianapolis. That is um, possibly one of the dumbest things that's ever come out of his mouth, except that Neil O'Donnell is the starter. That might be the first one. Hey, Neil O'Donnell, you're going to start for our team. Uh, when you lose to Barry Switzer in a Super Bowl, that's a travesty. When you get beat against the worst Cowboys team in the 90s in that Super Bowl. That was the worst of any of their Super Bowl teams, and they still lost by 10 points. That's a travesty. Bill Cowher calling this a travesty. Okay, I understand. He doesn't have much coaching experience. But the man played offensive line, not guard, not tackle. He was the center for Peyton Manning. Okay? Do you know how smart you have to be to be the center for Peyton Manning in his right. offense, right? In in that that on principle alone should get him the job, and even more. I don't want to hear he isn't qualified. He isn't supposed. I, I okay. He has no coaching experience. He was on Peyton's offensive line. He was one of the guys Peyton trusted. If I, if Peyton Manning can trust you to block for him, 
I think you can coach a football team, in my opinion. So when he calls that a travesty, I think he's being melodramatic. Um, I, I think, personally, it's a little out of pocket, in my opinion. I think that comment was out of pocket. Absolutely out of pocket. And I don't think Ursay deserved that. I don't think Jeff Saturday deserves that. Um, what about the Colts what about proved Dan it wrong Campbell? too? The Colts what, won. What about what about what about Dan Campbell? I mean, what was his coaching experience before Detroit? Did he have any? I don't know. I mean, did he? I don't know. I have no idea. That's not the point, though. Was he, I mean, was he a coordinator? Was he a coordinator? People are being so protective of the coaching okay. profession, like, oh, you have to work your way up. Really, I, I think it's stupid. I, I, every other sport in the world. A lot of former players are just hired because they know the game. And in football, it's like, oh, you can't do it. You have to work your way up as a position coach and go through the ranks. It's a slap in the face if you don't do that. Who cares? It's a risk. And if it pays off, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It, that's absolutely what it and is. Guess what? I, One I, weekend, the Colts look yeah. different. The Colts look better on the offensive line. The Colts had more passion. They had more flair. And I know it's the Raiders, but they won the game. And that's impressive. That's a huge step in the right direction. The and, Colts are trending up, Tommy. And I know there'll be a game out of the playoffs too. That's the other thing I should I should mention. The Colts are only one game out of a playoff spot. Yeah, and I only mentioned Dan Campbell because he remind Saturday reminds me a lot of Campbell. I know Campbell. I didn't know if he had more coaching experience. Was he just a coordinator? Was he just? I mean, is that is that how you believe? Believe. believe. Okay. I mean, I I didn't know. Um, You know, but him and Saturday they remind me of each other. They're both very passionate for the game. Former players. and, you know, I, I love Saturday's energy. It's Jim Ursay's ultimate decision. You know, that is – it's his decision on who is going to coach the team. And I, I you know, Bill Cowher sitting there just saying it's a travesty. I, I took I took some offense to that. I was uh, – he was taking shots. And, frankly, for a team that let him go to a Super Bowl in Detroit and win because our kicker missed it, he should be thanking us. Like, thank you, Indianapolis, because they should not have gone to the Super Bowl that year with Peyton. I'm just saying. So he should really not be saying much about Indianapolis at this point, but that's besides the point. And uh, the Jeff Saturday is one of my winners for the week. That I will get off my soapbox now, and uh, I'll let you get to your winner. Yeah, not not so much of time. You already talked – you didn't talk a ton about uh, your other winner. Heineke. Uh, yeah, no, Heineke. I just – and, and I called it, too. Give him his love, Tommy. Give him his flowers. I called it. I called it on the show. I mean, Mr. I didn't Heineke. say they win, but I said they'd keep it close and might win. You thought it was asinine. You have been out on this Washington team since day one. You've been out on Heineke. And finally, I get my flowers. Thank you. Bravo. He, he played a great game. They, they did. Thank just you. straight up. No doubt about it, Tom. Bravo. Thank you. I'm licking my chops. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, who was 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 your winner, Heineke? Who do I love this week? Uh, Tom, yeah, I, love, I love I love Justin Jefferson. That that catch was okay. just yeah, unfreaking believable. Great, uh, and it wasn't Great. just that catch; it, it was all afternoon long. He was having himself a day, Tommy. That's who I love. All right, well, we kind of switched it up. Usually, we do Dougal first, but I want to wait for Dougal to the last. Um, so usually I do coaches, players. Um, I since I had two, who do you loves this week? I'm gonna have two doubles. Wow, uh, double doodle. First, first of all, Bill Cowher. He he gets one for me. Um, 
We, you can we just, can give one to, just to Joe Thomas as well for the Jets. Hor- horrible take. Yeah, Joe, Joe Thomas too. Horrible take by all the people who doubted Jeff Saturday. And then second, Mike McCarthy. Um, <laughs> we've actually – he is a very slept-on Dougal this year. We have not mentioned his name much in this category, but by God, did we remember to put him in this week. Golly gee, uh, never a Dougal, Tom. Na- Nathaniel Hackett I, – I forgot Nathaniel Hackett's name last week on the show. Um, he, you know, he didn't make it this week. But Mike McCarthy has been slept on this year for Dougal. Not running the ball in the fourth quarter against the Packers, having them at Lambeau just come back and win that game was just remarkable. His play calling decisions, just not being able to, you know, punting it or, you know, going forward on fourth and six. I mean, there, I mean, it, it was frustrating to watch. Dallas, big game against Minnesota. We've already alluded to it. They're going to have to prove it this week. That this is a prove week for them. Uh, but McCarthy gets my Dougal too. Him and Bill Cowher both. Yeah, Tom. My my Dougal this was... week is uh, my my Dougal is going to another coach. I'm giving it to Josh McDaniels, head coach of the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Really, um, I'm not surprised given how his head coaching tenure went in Denver and how he backed yeah. out of the Colts job in 2018. But he's not a good NFL head coach, and not just good NFL head coach. He's not an NFL head coach, period. He does not belong in the position. He has been an abject failure, and the fact that the Raiders are already committing to bring him back next year puts them in Dougal territory as well, Tommy. I, oh, I yeah. do think that's, that's a – Well, and they're still paying Gruden, and commitment they're still to paying other to be quite honest. And the fact that they didn't hire Rich Passaccia after last season still really surprises me because he had them playing with heart. He had them playing with passion. He had them playing with tenacity. And he had them playing winning football and winning games and getting to the playoffs and damn near knocking off the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs. They were play away from doing it, Tommy. So the fact they didn't hire Rich Passaccia still confuses me to this day, but they replaced him with Josh McDaniels, and it's been a failure in every single sense of the word. The Raiders are a mess, to put it lightly. And to put it bluntly, the Raiders, I think, are the – least fixable team in the NFL. I don't even know what you do to start with this. Team. They so many uh, his, so many his record, his record as a head coach is just remarkably it's absurd. Bad. It's absurd. It's, I, it's horrible. The Colts should again be thanking their lucky stars that even though they didn't keep Frank Reich that in 2018, Josh McDaniels backed out because who knows how much worse it could be right now. Should he have been the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts back in 2018, Tommy, but Really, Josh McDaniels, I don't think, learned a ton from that time in Denver and certainly didn't learn some from his second stint in New England in which he became a coordinator again and now he's head coach again and it just has not... And he'll go back to New England again is where he'll go. Just like Matt Patricia, right? Matt Patricia did that too. In a couple years, some team... It's like the Saban coaching rehab clinic, except it's not good. Cycle. the cycle, yeah. Like uh, Lane Kiffin went to go be an assistant at Saban. Now he's a great coach, whatever. It feels like all these guys go be Saban assistants in college. But in the NFL, you know, you go back to Belichick, and, and maybe you just are a product of the Belichick system, and you just belong as an assistant to Bill Belichick forever, and you shouldn't really. Well, and guess who was an assistant for Bill Belichick? Nick Saban. <laughs> so go. it goes so... back. It goes back and back and back, man. It's those two, man, in sport. But, uh, no, I, I really do think that when you look at McDaniels, man, he, he just does not belong as a head coach in this league. He's just so out of yeah. his depth. He's no, he's a good yeah. enough coordinator when he has the best head coach of all time and usually yeah, the best sure. quarterback of all time. 
with him. I think I could be a great coordinator with that type of institutional support too. So, Hey, you get him out of new England and he's just not the same man. It uh, is a mess in Vegas right now. Google the week. Whew. All right. It's time for the slate. And we are literally a, almost a week away from Thanksgiving. So as John Madden would say, rest in peace. After Thanksgiving is when you want to be playing your best football. That is going to be a term we throw around here for the next couple days because after Thanksgiving is when you want to be playing that great football. And so this is a big turning point right now for a lot of teams. And getting into the slate tomorrow night, Thursday night football, the Herb Street and uh, Al Michaels special. Supposed to be snow. I've got some friends going to this game. Shout out. They listen to this podcast. You know who you are. So they will have fun at this game. Tennessee visiting Lambeau to take on the Packers of Green Bay. Resurgent? Patrick, what do you think? They're favored by three at home. Green Bay. Green Bay. Green I Bay like Green Bay. They look different this week against the Cowboys. That was probably the best they've played since last season. And, Tommy, I, I am feeling this spread, too. I, I think this is a good Tennessee team, and this is a Tennessee team that feels a little lucky. I think their record is not an indication of their talent. I think it's an indication of no. the ball bouncing their way a lot, and it feels like that's been the case yeah. for the Tennessee Titans for about three years now. Neither here nor there. With that being said, I like Green Bay. I, I do. Just at home, I think they're playing good football. I think they're starting to click at the right time. I feel like Charlie Brown's about to rip the football, have the football ripped out from him, and I'm Charlie Brown here, uh, believing in Green Bay again. But you know what? Somebody's got to say yeah. it. I like the Packers here, 27-24 in Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I like them same. I'll pick same score. Actually, I'll do 27-30. Um, I can't believe I like the Titans to score 27 points, but 27-30 sounds about, sounds about right. Um, and here's the fun game as we look towards the playoff picture, which after Thanksgiving, I'm going to start throwing that together um, on the show. But the Packers have this schedule left. We're going to play, are they going to make the playoffs? They are 4-6 and six right now. They're not winning the division. That's out no. of the question at this point. So, at Philadelphia, I would say tough. it's a loss. That's tough. <laughs> Who knows? At Chicago, at Chicago. They can do that. Toss-up. That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Uh, they can win it, though. Especially since Justin Fields has been playing out of his mind. Even though they've been losing. But he's still pretty fun to watch. That's a toss-up for me. Home against the Rams should be a win. Rams are pretty bad. Yes. Should be a win. Uh, at Miami on Christmas Day, I think it's a loss. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Tyree Kill. Who knows? Uh, their defense. Uh, home against the still, Vikings. Tommy, the, the point is this. They're still firmly in the playoff picture. They've got a shot. Yeah. And with I'm the way they've they played, got a tough, they've got a tough schedule. Uh-huh. They have a tough schedule still. I mean, Miami, Philadelphia, still got Detroit. Minnesota, Chicago. I mean, those are some tough games. So it's it's going to be tight for whoever gets that last spot uh-huh. in the NFC playoffs. That's going to be a tight, tight one. But I like Green Bay uh, this week on Thursday night. I am with you, Tom. All right. One o'clock on CBS. Here we go. The Philadelphia Eagles, undefeated no more, traveling to the house that Peyton built in downtown Indianapolis, heading in. To face the Colts, they're favored by 
six and a half over Jeff Saturday's ball club. I like the Eagles, but this line is absolutely asinine. I think the Colts keep this close. They sat Ellinger. They brought Matt Bryan back. That that did not help a lot of fantasy owners, I know, uh, especially if you're in a two-quarterback league. And uh, they, like you said, they were rejuvenated by him getting back in. I don't know how. I thought he was done for the rest of the season. They bring him back. Kind of like to start from scratch. And I think they make this game close. I think Philadelphia wins. They get a bounce back. They're mad about last week. They are coming on a short week, though, after the Monday night game. But I like Philly to win. But I think it's close. Yeah, I'm going to say 31-28 Eagles. Yeah, I think six and a half is way too high. I think it's high, too. I think the Colts can win. I think, totally. The Colts are playing good ball right now. I mean, after last week, you know, I'm confident. This is, this is Jeff Saturday's first home game. So... Uh-huh. Crowd's yeah, gonna Peyton's be, gonna be in the house. Peyton's gonna be in the house. Is Reggie, Marv, like, what? Is is he really? I mean, I'd assume, right? I I wouldn't assume game? anything. I mean, these guys are busy, but uh, I for his first game, dude, them being center quarterback for that long in Indy, he'll I, be I, there I, Hey, I don't know. He's got places to be and things to do. So. I don't know, man. I'd be, I all right. Maybe don't not. don't I, make don't make factual statements without knowing if they're gonna be there or not. Uh, Reggie well, Wayne won't be there. Reggie Wayne will be there because he's a coach. On okay. Well, I, know, I, that. I don't know if Peyton will be there, but I'm just – I would – It could happen. I, I bet. I bet. But there will be – I mean, there will be a buzz in that crowd, though. It'll be a good good atmosphere. And I think the Colts can win that game. I'm not picking them to, but they can. I really do believe it. I don't think the Eagles are this indomitable, invincible team. Not after Monday. Certainly not after Monday, but even before Monday, I didn't think they were. I think they were just beneficiaries of a really easy schedule, which I think to this point they still are, just given how terrible the NFC is. Yeah. And I, you were right about the, the Eagles not going undefeated. Yeah, that was never going to happen. No way. Yeah, I, was, I shouldn't have. Yeah. Well, you know, there's only but, one undefeated yeah. coach this regular season in the NFL, probably. That's Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Saturday on Sunday. It's the best time, <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Buffalo. No one circles the wagons quite like those bills. Josh Allen might be hurt, even though it's not questionable, but I think he still might be playing hurt. There are going to be a lot of snow on the ground in Buffalo this week. I didn't see that on the forecast, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Cleveland coming into town. I feel like every time Browns and Bills play, there's always a ton of snow, I feel like. I I agree. That just, just, I don't know. Lake Erie. Uh, Bill, Bills are favored by eight and a half at Buffalo. And I think uh, they cover that. I like the Bills here 24 to 10. Uh, I like Cleveland to keep it a little bit closer. I like 20 to 27. Okay. I like them to keep it closer with Buffalo. But, you know, we'll see if they can stop Nick Chubb. Their defense, we'll, we will see. We'll be interested to see that uh, on Sunday. But I do like the Bills. All right, the New York Jets traveling to Gillette to take on the Patriots. Patriots favored by three at home. Patrick, I like the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. After the bye. They had a bye last week. I do, too. I I think that plays well for them. And uh, and the way their defense is playing right now, it's tough to pick against New York. I like the Jets here 23-20. And it's tough for me to like the New England quarterback, uh, usually because I just don't like him in general. 
off general principle, but he's really bad. Mac Jones is bad. Well, he struggled he's this not year. Been, more slump for sure. Yeah. Struggles an understatement. Uh-huh. He's been pretty bad. I mean, when you let Chicago come into your home and beat you around like that, that's pretty bad. Uh, but they're still in the playoff picture. So, you know, they're, they're winning some games here, but I, I like the Jets. I think their defense will just fry Zappy or Jones or whoever's starting today for them. Uh-huh. So I like, I like the Jets in that one. All right, let's move to the Fox games. Uh, we have the Bears traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons are favored by three at home against Justin Fields. They lost to Carolina last week. Does Vegas know that? Yeah, I uh, I think I have to pick the Bears here, Tommy. I like the Bears here uh, 26 to 20. I think Justin Fields is another big game on the ground. He's been tearing it up. I'm going to take the Falcons. And here's why. They have a longer – they played Thursday. They get longer rest. Chicago likes to blow games. It's going to be close. Bears will have the lead and then blow it. Or Atlanta will have the lead and blow it. I'm wondering who's going to get a lead and blow it quicker. I don't know who. but Nobody. There will be a lead blow in this game at some point. But I think Atlanta wins at home. But three, that line is bad. That's a bad line. Mm-hmm. Should be more like one and a half, maybe. That's a terrible line. But... All right, I'm going to give you a choice between two. I picked I pick Oakland, or sorry, Vegas at Denver for the burn to your cable box. But I think Rams at Saints is also on the table. I think those are both fair choices, Tom. What 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 are you leaning towards as the burn your cable box game of the week? We'll put it up to a vote. I'm think I'm thinking it's Denver and the, and the Raiders. The Raiders are just such a mess. Yeah, up. I think so. I think at least the Saints and the NFC South could, you know, there's still like a minute chance that even though they won't, there's still like a minute chance they're still around. The Raiders and Broncos are both out. There's no way they're both done. They're both are depleted. They have injuries scattered around. Jerry Judy's, you know, injured. Darren Waller. It's it's just been a dumb season for both those teams. But this Rams Saints game's pretty bad too. And New Orleans is favored by four at home. I can't believe New Orleans is favored by four at home. But I guess it's at the Superdome, so you know. I guess I'll take New Orleans. I don't really like the, the Rams either with Wolford. I don't know if Stafford's going to play or not. Yeah. That's also been another injury. I, whenever I see John Wolford, I don't get excited. And I'll take the Saints, but it should be like a one-and-a-half spread. It should not be a four-point spread. I will go. T- They're basically just saying because it's at the dome. I'll go 21-20 to 20 to the Rams. Really? Yeah. I think it's a toss-up. Wow. Go the Rams. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like to say it's a little bit more than the Rams, but not by much. Not by four points. That's definitely a terrible. Another terrible line. I just don't think Vegas knows what to do with these terrible teams. Like they just don't know like what to do. Like I don't know. It's a weird line, uh, but these are decent games. Um, let's go to the Meadowlands where the Lions are playing. Um, 
Giants are favored by three at home. Uh, Pat, I like the Lions. Uh, I like the Giants here close 24-28. The Giants are bound to blow a game at some point. And the Lions are starting to finally get some momentum. Yeah, it's like the game no matter way. Yeah. I I like the Lions in this one. It's close. But I'm definitely kind of sort of back on the Lions train. Definitely. It's it's there. It's definitely there for sure. Um oh by the way, real quick note, that Browns and Bills game, that might get moved. Possibly. Moved to where? Because of the snow. From what I heard from what I heard Detroit. But that might just be a rumor. That oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I've done that. I'm not. Bills have I'm done that before. By, um, Tommy, I, I, I think I think we need to re-talk about that game real quick because I said there was going to be a lot of snow. There could potentially be between three and six feet of snow. Yeah, they're not going to play in Buffalo because they Cleveland won't be able to get in unless the they'll snow, move that game. Well, Sunday, you but think I they'll mean, move that? Play step on a field in that. I, I might say, move that can I tell you another thing, Tony? I know Buffalo, their whole thing is, oh, cold weather. We have to play outside because we're tough. They're building a yeah. new open-air stadium. But having an open-air stadium in Buffalo is stupid because of stuff like this. And it's annoying and dumb that they would have to move a game ever. Just build a freaking roof. Build a roof. It's 2022. Yeah, but here's what I'll say about that, okay? I hate now that everything is a dome, the AstroTurf, all that stuff. I don't what like turf. To, I, I do prefer natural grass, but what 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 happened to the good old days of you know the old those old Minnesota teams that would just roll up their sleeves? They you know because uh, it sucks for they, fans they, and it makes the product. They, they wouldn't they wouldn't wear sleeves. Fans they because be fans heaters. Fans want to be in know. seventy degree weather, and <laughs> players want to be in seventy degree weather. And games where you can't I mean, throw the football suck. That's the answer. Why, why Why? do you think Minnesota won so many games back in the 60s and the right. 70s? Yeah. The game's different. They're playing out negative 40 degrees. Teams don't play that way anymore. I mean, when it's, you yeah. think about, know. you know, these mud bath battles where it's a, a slop fest in Big Ten West style, like, really, it's it's just not the style of the NFL anymore. And, and for better or worse, out, outdoor games, particularly in a place like Buffalo, just don't suit to it. And I and I think if you're the Bills, I don't get why you wouldn't want to build a dome because it makes it a whole lot easier for Josh Allen to throw for 400 yards a game. He doesn't have to deal with terrible weather. And, and here's the thing. I don't know if that's going to get moved to Detroit. That might just be a rumor. I don't know. It's happened before. Uh, but um, and if, they're, if they're six feet I mean, of snow on the ground, you can't play in Buffalo. and You might have to play in Detroit on a Tuesday and clear up the runways. And that'd be fine. I and mean, I'm fine with Tuesday. Think about Well, no, no, wait, they can't because Bills play on Thursday. They do play on Thursday. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. They're going to play in Detroit. You know why? He's the Bills they play in Detroit, Detroit anyway. On Thursday. That's true. So they're just going to probably just stay in Detroit. Which... That would make a lot of sense. And the Lions are on the road, so it, they could absolutely do that. Yes, totally. That makes sense. That makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. If you're and if you're Detroit, if you're Bills, you don't have to travel or fly to. Detroit later in the week, you know, on Tuesday or whatever. Get acclimated so you'll be more, turf. you'll right. be acclimated to the turf already. Absolutely. I mean, I know these are just little simple things, but you'll already be used to playing in Detroit once. Oh. 
you'll get it. I don't know. Those are just little advantages. I don't it, know. It's it's do different. They, do they it's, matter? It, it's fun. I think it matters a little bit. It doesn't not matter. I it's think I think it definitely. Nothing. You know, you're already you'll already be in Detroit. You'll already be acclimated. You'll be there all week probably. I, I that'd be smart. I if I were Buffalo, I'd want to move just because you know, be able to be indoors. But yeah, so that that is I wanted to mention that before we moved on. Uh, but yeah, definitely a possibility that uh, it snows a lot in Buffalo and they move that game. So definitely on the table. Six feet of snow. Oh, holy cow, that's a lot. Um, oh lord, this is a bloodbath. Carolina at Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by twelve and a half. The big crap cake now. Carolina won on Thursday night. People call it the big. Is that that a name for the stadium, Tommy? Do people call it the big crab cake? You never heard a boomer call that on primetime? What are you talking about? Oh, boomer does call it that. Yeah, that's what it is. I've never heard it. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. I I guess Uh, I forgot that. The big crab cake. And we go to the big crab. (laughs) I thought that was Tommy original, but yeah, I guess no, no, I ripped that off. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, but here's the deal. Carolina played Baker two weeks ago, sat him for Thursday night, and now he's the starter again. I'm out on Carolina. I I can't stand them. I'm out. Oh, you're finally out. I like out, Foreman. Tom. I like Foreman. I'm done. You're you can't, finally you can't out. Keep, you can't. You know. You know why this is my own personal vendetta? Because I had uh, Baker Mayfield on my bench. I thought he wasn't going to play. I dropped him. My cousin Andrew, our cousin Andrew, decided to pick him up. It was a huge a fiasco. I hate Carolina for that. I'm out on them. Even though it's for pure fantasy reasons, I'm out on Carolina. That's life. fair. I think I think Baltimore off the bye, right? They had a bye last week, correct? Yeah, they had a bye. So, Lamar yeah. was on my bench. 31 to 10. Baltimore after a bye, huge yeah. win for them. Four touchdowns. You. It's a blowout. It's I, I've got I've got thirty one ten with you. No no doubt about done. it. No Carolina's doubt. done. No doubt about it, Tommy. Absolutely, hundred percent of the way. But I did pick Carolina last week, and you, you said I was crazy for that, and I was so, wrong. My bad. So uh, I'll continue to keep getting those flowers. Amen. You've earned Tommy, it. Let's move along. The triumphant Heineke returns to the scene as he goes to. What used to be Reliant Stadium, but now is NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, to take on the dreadful, dreadful Texans. Washington's favored by three on the road. Um, yeah, I actually kind of like that spread. I think Texans will keep it close. Yeah. But I like Washington to win. Tommy's got his left hand up for the Commanders, and I think Houston's due for a win. They've been coming close the last few weeks against good teams. I'm going to take Houston here. Oh, it would just be most, Well, here's two God. things. Houston's due for a win. They've been coming close against good teams. They're at home. Number two, they're, they are at home. And number three, it would be the most commanders thing ever for Washington to beat the best team or the best team, the team with the best record in the league one week and then lose to the team with the worst record in the league the next week. Wouldn't that just be the most Washington thing ever? When 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 are you gonna get off my man? I think he's back. It's not that I think they're bad. I think they're, they're okay. I think they're an okay team, Tommy. But just look at the way they're, they're trending. Okay. They're okay, but they just beat Buffalo, 
by t- or uh, Philadelphia by two touchdowns on Monday. But they're just no, okay. I know, but they're I, 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 I they're just okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're fine. All right. Okay. You're totally due right. to lose a stupid game, and sure. uh, you know, I, just the way I that, can see the it. I, I can see it. I'm not saying it's completely impossible. Well, well you think but... it's a three point game, which really feels like it could go either way. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, yeah, I I'm taking the home team here. Texans have been coming close a lot recently. I do think the Texans are going to be due to win a game like this. And it would be the most Washington thing ever for them to beat Philadelphia or we can lose to Houston the next. Just so unbelievably Washington of, of the football team. Here. Riverboat, Riverboat Ron. Yeah, they are. That team. They are unpredictable, Tommy. And that's why I'm saying Houston wins here. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's had a lot um, going on. Uh, recently, um, I believe, um, outside of uh, out of football, mm, um, yeah, I think, uh, what I believe he had a tragedy here, uh, not too long ago for, for, for a bit. So. I know, but I, I think, um, I think, uh, his mother passed away, I believe, a couple weeks ago, I believe. Um, That's so. Cool. Yeah, Which poor is, guy, but... uh, yeah, and and I think that's I think he's trying to motivate that team. I like Heineke the way he motivates the team too. He's like you know getting emotional. He he's fist pumping. He's running around the field. I mean he's he's a, he's an emotional guy. I I enjoy watching Heineke, um, and you apparently don't because you have him losing. So, but come on, I think uh, it's close. Okay, all right. No oh, four oh five. All right, this is the burn your cable box game of the day. Vegas, and I wrote down Oakland. I don't know why. I still am not used to Yeah, I'm not used to Vegas yet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They're at Denver to take on the Broncos. In mile high, two and a half is the spread for Denver. I think that's too high. But I will take Denver in this game. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver here uh, 27 to 17. Denver by 10. Wow. I think Denver can win by 10 points. I think it's being generous. I think they have like a special teams touchdown or something in there. It expands it. All right. Okay. I think I think both teams are very horrible, but Raiders might be a little worse. And did you see the quote from uh, Davis, Mark Davis, about – Oh, I saw it. Oh, me. he's doing a great job. I sent you that on NFL Network the other day. I mean, it's, it, it's a it's – a, uh, it's interesting in Vegas for sure, um, but I like Denver. All right, four twenty-five. We have two four twenty-five games, both on CBS. We'll we'll move. We'll get this one out of the way and then and then move to the big one. Cincinnati, the Bungles, in Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. TJ Watt is back. Bengals are favored by four and a half. It's going to snow in Pittsburgh. I like. Cincinnati to win. Yeah, I like Cincinnati to win this one too, Tommy. Uh, I've got the Bengals here, 31-18. Weird score. Yeah, these AFC North games just are close always. I'm going to go 30-27. I think it's just a close three-point game. Uh, maybe goes into overtime. I think the defense keeps up keeps up with uh, the Cincinnati offense. Big Joe Mixon day on the ground, especially if it's going to snow. I like Cincinnati being in this one. All right. I have a star around it. It is the game of the day. It is the marquee matchup. Dallas 
heading in to U.S. Bank Stadium to take on the mighty Minnesota Vikings at 8-1. Dallas, on the road, is favored by a point. It's on CBS. I like Minnesota to win. I don't know how Dallas is favored to win this game. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, that's absurd. I'm I'm taking right here Minnesota. I'm not even thinking twice. I've got the Vikings here, uh, 35-31. I think it's going to be a great game. I think I think it's going to be a ten point game. I think Minnesota is going to be able to you know really really stick it to them. And honestly, um, I can't believe that's one of the dumbest lines. I mean, the, some of these lines have been really dumb this year. That is on the list of dumbest. That is really um, atrocious. Having them favored in Minnesota. Yeah, I like the Vikings, and it's a no no doubter for me for sure. Um, all right, let's go to Sunday night football. We have Kansas City traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, who get another Sunday night football game. Uh, Chiefs are favored by six and a half on the road. I like the Chiefs, and I like them by two touchdowns over the Chargers. I like the Chiefs here too. Give me Kansas City. Um, I like Kansas City. Let's go twenty-seven, twenty-one. I think it's kind of close. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't like really either of those teams on Sunday night last week. No, I mean, but, but I think this was a not game. a good game. If Herbert's out there, Herbert's one hundred percent. I think it's a good game, but I think there's still some injury questions yeah. with him. Yeah. I, I like Kansas City to pretty much take care of business. Uh-huh. And then um, then we got Monday night. Uh, we got San Francisco traveling to Arizona, which Arizona somehow, after all this, you know, I think Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray dysfunction in the locker room, Somehow they're four and six, and somehow they're still in the playoff race. Four and six somehow. is still in the playoff race is everything somehow. you need to know about the NFC as it stands right now. Everything you need I mean, to them, know. And, them and Green Bay, I, it, yeah. Um, I like San Francisco to win by 10 points. Yeah, I've got San Francisco here too. Uh, I'll say San Francisco 24 to 14. I just think McCaffrey is such a difference maker. He's huge. At times. Massive. And he's been able to stay healthy. And if he can continue to do so, uh, San Francisco will end up in the playoffs. So yeah, but that is the key. I think, I think they're he he is the key to their team. He is the key to their team. And Bosa playing defensively. They got some pressure on Herbert last week. He was able to really not throw it as well as he wanted to. There's still some injuries with uh, the Chargers, but you know, Niners went in there and, you know, they grinded that game out. Some of those games are just going to grind. They had some drop passes by Ayuk last week. Robbie Gold missed an extra point. This is, you know, you get this Arizona team at Arizona. Um, I think it'll be, yeah, t- close to the beginning, but 10 points, I think, finally, you know, San Francisco. This has more talent, and McCaffrey's the difference maker. So, Tommy, with uh, you every step of the way there, could not agree more. All right, buddy. Well, they know where to find you. They uh, do. First and 10, just continuing to uh, climb in excellence. Um, and then you're also doing a new show with our mutual friend, Jack Callison, 
Uh, yes, myself and Jack Carlson. New show. It's called On the Bubble show. College Basketball Podcast. You can so, get it yeah. your podcast. Check that out. Spotify uh, right now. And Friday then, mornings um, is where we do it. Friday mornings. I'll post Friday it on Twitter, and you'll be able to listen from there. And next week, on about Tuesday, Jack is going to come on this program with you and I, Patrick. That's right. And he's going to do the whole Dougal and do everything with us and do picks. And what, since it's a holiday episode, I think we're also, because I love when he comes on, we love to talk college basketball at the end of the show. And now with you on, we're definitely going to be doing that. We can get a little college basketball um, talk in there we're, at the end. We're, we're, we're going to ask what's wrong with the ACC, because Louisville, Florida State, Syracuse have been losing games. So what's going on there? Carolina struggle. Duke lost. We're going to ask some questions. The hard-hitting ones to to the man himself. Calson knows basketball legend, better than just about Jack anybody. That, that guy is a college basketball genius. Yeah. It's really you know, hard to get to show with him. He's perfect, but he goes to Kentucky. That's and a, that's, nah, that's just trade school, the one yeah. thing. He's one off. If he Just one iota. If he was not at Kentucky – He'd be just perfect, but ah, Tommy, sadly he goes. You're a jokester. Nah, but I, I'm <laughs> glad he's coming on. It's a tradition. This will be his third year coming back on the program. Wow. Uh, you, know, you and Reed always used to joke, "Oh, we need to get these two together on a show." The man always talking. Man always talks about Jack. So, um, yeah, I'm glad he's coming back on for the third Thanksgiving. Year. He's excited. Nelson, coming next week. I can't wait. Gonna be great. Ah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm loving it. Thanksgiving time already, buddy. I'm loving it. This is this is when stuff starts to get good in the shield. Absolutely, Tommy. <laughs> all right, buddy. All about. All right, buddy. We'll see you. You have a good rest of your week. You too, Tommy. I'll see you later. All right, buddy. Say bye.